Hello and welcome to Crimes Against Food. I am Gloria Lynn. I am Mia Steele. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? I don't know. For some reason, I decided to start this uh, episode in a stupid and facetious Sexy manner. Sexy Blue Peter manner. Do you think? I like it. Sounds Ooh. so much better than uh, what I had in my head. I'm not entirely sure where I was. That was I started talking and halfway through regretted my <laughs> speaking. Well, <laughs> what, what I liked is that the hesitation gave people a chance to kind of imagine you're going to say something else. Hello, I'm trapped in a bubble. <laughs> a head in a box. <laughs> Can't I'm get out. Gloria Lind. Gloria Honeyford. No, I'm not. I'm clearly not. Although that wouldn't Gloria make me slightly... She's one of my heroes. You know, I've never known a woman match scarf to complexion quite with her uncanny ability. She is. She uh, knows how to work a mature skin, doesn't she? She certainly does. And for those of you out there who don't know who Gloria Honeyford is, I yeah. suggest you Google or accept my word for it, that mm -hmm. she's a lady of mature years who does daytime presenting on TV and other... She gets where water wouldn't. That's what she does. She's been everywhere and i mean i mean that in a completely non-hooker sense i just mean she's been everywhere on tv <laughs> yeah, no not to defame her but um she's just yeah she's just pulled that one she's out of the there, a lot a lot of stuff like holidays foods ah i don't know i think i've seen her on kind of churchy things a few times anyway this is becoming the gloria appreciation hunniford show um, um which i've got penciled in for later on this yeah. year no no, we, we haven't even told else, don't you. We, yeah. we want to talk about something else. Guess what we're talking about today? Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. We're talking <laughs> about food and we're talking about the crimes against food. And today we're looking especially at the area of regional food. Now, this isn't because I would like to do it in a later show. I would like to do a, sh a show about kind of food production and local food production and other things like that. Excellent. That yeah, would because... Be I, I think you could inform me quite a lot on, say, on what's the kind of the greenest way to go about my shopping. Yeah, a kind of an eco. It's not necessarily what you would imagine it to be, yeah. I'd like to do an eco, an eco episode. But this is not that episode. Right. No, this episode is about regional food and our bafflement when faced with Baffled. regional. Baffled. 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 Why would you eat why, that? Why? We've all been there. Why? We've all been there. We've been visiting a friend, yeah. chowing down on some tasty morsel. Grinning, grinning seamlessly through the evening, even as your guts royal. <laughs> Here, take this, they say. Have a little bit of this. It's a, it's a regional speciality. And you look at it and you think, why, why? in God's name yeah. did that become a regional speciality? And then we're also going to look at a subset. Of, uh, of the regional food, which is the regional speciality, which you can quite clearly see why it would be a speciality. Take, for example, pizza. Yes. A, a fine, fine food. And you look at it and you think, yes, clearly it is a food for kings. It has a place, doesn't it? I mean, and then right at the top of the pile. Right pizza. at the top of the pile. And then you eat it outside the region mm -hmm. and you go, what the hell is this? This yeah. is not pizza. This is a lie. Just to be clear, <laughs> people who have posted on forums, you you know you are, you dirty, <laughs> sticky-handed criminals. You, if I see one more person, advocate. I can't, I'm so cross. Advocate, Peter Hood or anything like it. <laughs> I want to be absolutely, superbly clear on this point. If it's not a thin, crispy stone bake, it's not a pizza. The end. The end. And there ends our discussion. That is it. And there is nothing more to say. <laughs> we kind of took our inspiration for, for this podcast because obviously the pizza thing came up and we were saying, well, maybe they've said everything there is to say about it. I mean, apart from 90% of them being totally wrong. <laughs> you criminals. <laughs> but, um, but maybe they've said everything there is to say. But then, you know, we kind of got talking. Well, maybe we should we should bring this up because the Italians must be offended. Yeah, and then and I looked that, into yeah, it, and actually food the thing, Arabs yeah. must be offended because, yes, pizza originated in the Middle East. It was the Arabs and their, their, their <laughs> love for tasty, tasty pastries. And then, it, then you see through the, uh, through the spread of the Arab world, going, going into southern Italy, up through Italy, and uh, then from thence started its conquest oh, yeah. of the world. 
no, I think I'd like to make clear my exception. I'm having never been to New York. I do want to go, and I've seen in many television programs the big kind of sloppy, but still they're thin. They're thin mm. and pizza oven baked, very very thin sloppy pizza. These huge slices. I've had pizza like that in Italy, and it was fantastic. Yes, and 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 I'm not saying you can't have it well outside of Italy. I'm just saying the odds are very high <laughs> that you won't. That's exactly right. I have to say, my only toleration of of, of pizza is if it's handcrafted by an Italian chef <laughs> with a really big handlebar moustache who slaved <laughs> yeah. over it for days. Or she likes him to use his special butter, yeah? <laughs> uh, I refer to the Italian chef I used to work with. He used yeah. to keep his porn magazines in Brilliant. the uh, in the cupboard. <laughs> and he actually made great pizzas. So perhaps you need to be a furious masturbator as well in order to make good pizza. Oh, and uh, But or you make it at home because even a homemade pizza, oh, pizza can't go is wrong. better. And even if it goes wrong, even mm. if the base goes wrong and your oven's not up to snuff, it's still better, better than a frozen base reheated in a microwave or whatever the bloody hell they do with it yeah. and shoving it out to you. And no, as the pizzas are not good, those supermarket pizzas where they t- pile the toppings on with the cheese... Yeah. I suppose they are That's kind of, good. you know, in a field. That's not good way. because it's kind of, it's like they end up with this kind of weird tart consistency where the bottom's soggy and nothing's really <laughs> cooked to, to to the level it should be. So your pepper's kind of been mushy on one side and burnt on the other. It's, uh, I'm, I've never And had, then there's this kind of like know, this layer anything. of inedible dough in the middle yeah. of it where you can feel yourself turning into a dough person as Ooh. you chow down. And hand raised. Miss, <laughs> miss, I want to interject. Interject, I, interject. I have, I have one of my number one pieces of crimes to, to bring to your attention here. Let me examine this. <laughs> Crust stuffed with things. <gasps> what is it? Listen, <laughs> you human lardons. If you want cheese that much... Have some nice cheese. Don't, don't, don't just, don't just stick two bases together and a little bit in between and then have cheese on top. That's not pizza. Or have a fondue. I mean, really, yeah. this is what we're talking here, aren't we? This is a bloody fondue. <laughs> <laughs> in a pizza. And, and even, even on the adverts, which usually, you know, if they're going to trick you into buying this kind of stuff, um, like McDonald's, these things always photograph better, don't they? And they mm. actually are the real things. They always have the pulling cheese string. They have the pulling of the cheese, like it appeals to you. Instead, I tend to think, yes, yeah, that's what's going to look like when it's curling around my small intestine <laughs> for the next six months. Foul. It's just foul. <laughs> Melted cheese, like chewing gum. Yeah, it is, <laughs> and it just and that that's like a selling point. They expect you to be turned on by this. <laughs> yeah no we, i think it's become clearer where, yeah. where our allegiances lie on the uh, the whole pizza question and uh but you know that that was just you know it was never going to take up a whole show because i no. mean we could only go on for five minutes and then after that we'd just be repeating ourselves all right which is shall, you know, shall we have our usual like two minutes of food palm whilst we talk about what we'd like in a pizza like favorite oh. topping just let's just get this out of the way yeah, because, because i'm see, prepared to say mine here and now oh yeah I'm, have, I'm stating it I have many, many loves in pizza. I like fancy pizzas. I'm thinking spinach, goat cheese. I like, I like lots of things. I like a pizza with just a good kind of a good clove of garlic mixed in with with the tomato base as, mm. a, as a garlicky pizza with some garlic sausage, anything like that. Mm. But I have to say, I really love anything with pineapple on. Something to do, something to do with the sweetness. You know, there's that lovely sweetness with the salt. I just think it works really well. I love it. So my number one is 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 Tropicana. Oh, you are shocking! I'm shocking. Well, it's ham and pineapple. But it's not just pineapple by itself. <gasps> There's the ham. You see, you get the saltiness and the flavour of the pork product. With <laughs> let's call it pork a product. Product. Because there is no to ham. not be perfect. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and, and, and all this all this righteous anger, me. Righteous all anger. This righteous and, anger. And, and, and then the, she comes out. And then and I she come out. Brings out hands, the pineapple. Hands cupped, supplicant. <laughs> to your kind of pizza god um <laughs> let me have my ham and pineapple please <laughs> please all the italians and the arabs in the world are going yeah that, that's not one of ours what is this what do you think you're doing this is not a pizza <laughs> why don't you just poke my eyes out bitch well i'm sorry well, mind you actually i think my my choice would be equally divisive Go on. because mine you see to me right a pizza is all about the crust oh yeah that is the point of a pizza. It's not the bloody toppings. It's about 
the crust. It's about the dough. So give me a good dough, first of all. Mm -hmm. Give me it cooked in a proper big oven. a good doughing. I would like a good doughing and a big oven. (laughs) (laughs) What the fizz? Really, G, sometimes you go too far. I don't know what you mean. I was just talking about my love for pizza. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, do you see, on the pizza... I think my, my all-time favourite topping is a, Napoli, a, a Napoli pizza, right. which is, well, in, in pizza restaurants here, mm. is... Uh, you know, it's, does it have olives on? It has olives. Oh, food barn. And capers. Oh, even better. And anchovies. No way. Yeah. I'm changing my mind. I thought you might. Screw you, <laughs> having pineapple. You don't have the glamour this one does. And what else, what else do you have? Just, it, just cheese and tomato. Oh, that's, that's it. You know, I've never, a little thought, bit of oregano. I've never even thought of putting capers on a pizza. Not, oh, not even once. It's classic. No, you just said it for me. Oregano is the pizza herb, is it not? It is. Wow. Yes. Wow. With that, that, you know, and that is, it's interesting how some things you think are really authentic. The thing about pizza is any pizza we have, I think even when I say I want Italian thin crust, mm. blah, de, blah, it's not. But strictly speaking, authentic. It's always going to be a slightly bit of a, a bit removed because I'm eating it in the UK and it adapts for. Yeah, I think so. It's almost it's a regional UK pizza. But I just want to, you know, I want something that suggests that harks back to the thing that originally made everyone think. Ah, oh, yes, this regional food. I will adapt it and eat it in my own way because it's very fine. Mm. You know, that's what I want. Now I'll tell you. I'll tell you a, a regional of a, a, a regional food which. Uh, I am very fond of, and I just don't think travels well. well. I don't. I think it's yet to be really realised across the world. It's fish and chips. Yeah. You see, no matter. <laughs> obviously, we are such kind of Yorkshire girls, aren't we? We yeah. we love our fish and chips, and it comes up often. That's because it's a classic and done well. It's it's it, pop, it would probably be be my death row meal. Just just. Possibly, but it would have to be from a chip shop, not from an oven. No. And it would no. have to be from a northern chip shop. Yes, yes. And it would have to be... Using real fat. Real fat. What is, what is real fat for, for fish and chips, Mia? Would you care to enlighten the unenlightened? If, if, if you want to know, <laughs> there are fish and chips that's famous purely because they use dripping. Yes. And animal fats. Yes. And it gives the batter around your fish just this... It's it's an orgasm of the senses. <laughs> That's how good it is. You think you think pizza's nice? You want to try this stuff? I, I'm forgetting all the names of the, of the of these rather famous kind of fish and chip shops, but they tend to be well known in the area, and you can go online and look them up. But but we were talking about this earlier. Um, Gloria's infamous by now, I'm sure. Hatred of vegetable fats, and I was saying that I saw a fish and chip shop advertised, and they said, "Look, look, we fry everything in vegetable oil." And Gloria's kind of surly response was, "And." What's good about that? <laughs> That's going to say it's horrible. <laughs> That's not a selling point. That's not a selling point. <laughs> so, um, so that that's the difference, I think. And yeah. also, a fish and chips. When they do it right, they they don't undercook the chips. That's a really that's really. I like them to be soft and crisp and dry. And I like scraps. Obviously, we've discussed scraps oh, before. You should yeah. have heard a former episode, which in which we explained scraps are the bits of batter left over from the frying of the fi- of the fish, and um. Yeah, so you get your chips and your fish, and you get a little shovel of scraps on, and it's it's, it's bad for you. It's bad for you, but obviously you don't live on fish and chips. It's not like super size me. You're not supposed to keep them in business every single day. But um, Gloria, yeah, but I mean, Gloria could you interject? Because I feel that maybe I've, I've gone to the farm. No, on this no, no, one. no. I think you know what it is. Is is if I had to choose a food that I felt you know represented mm. a bit of the, the UK cuisine that I felt was kind of. Unmissable. Unmissable. My God, it would be fish and chips. Mm. They would definitely include fish and chips. But then you see, there are certain certain parts of uh, certain regions which take this delight a little yeah. bit too far. And they I'm looking at you, idea, Scotland, and <laughs> and they murder it. <laughs> and they murder it. And you know, it's <laughs> it's 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 sad. Because, you know, Scotland is, is, is a paradox in the regional food states because here is a country yeah. that's rich in natural resources. Mm-hmm. Here is a country with fine fish and seafood, and, great yeah. reputation for beef, Aberdeen Angus beef, amazing. Oh, These resources, amazing. Oh, yeah. you know, this kind of the oats, the, 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 the berries, the, the, the liquor, the yeah. liquor. 
And what are they known for? Deep frying confectionery. Yeah. Deep frying Marsers. You Mars absolute bar. horrors. And also they do things like um, deep fried kebabs. I, I say they. I don't mean you at large, Scotland. Don't all <laughs> hang your head. But there are people out there who do this. And unfortunately, those are the kind of things that make the, that make the, the kind of, you know, your, your websites and things. Stories about people deep frying double-deckers and Mars bars and doner kebabs. Doner kebabs. Just drenched in chilli sauce and thrown in fat. Doner oh. kebabs. That is a bit shocking, It's too it? far, isn't it? I think it might be. It's taking the idea and it's just wrong. It's just really wrong. Yeah. So I kind of, I, f- I feel sorry for, for all the decent kind of Scottish food producers that are out there, you know, <laughs> doing their best with their kind of organic salmon and things. <laughs> and, and their yeah. home smoke kippers. And, and on, the, on the on the other side of, of the rope, you've got bloody fish and chip shops. Deep frying kebabs. And that cre- is... Creating a generation of fatties. Amazing. There is also, of course, the, the fine uh, Scottish uh, fizzy drinks as well which we could i mean it's not strictly food but we've we got to give a shout it, out we should yeah. touch upon it so iron brew or tizer i am definitely an iron brew girl yeah i think because i will be tizer's too sweet i think iron brew is what you graduate to <laughs> isn't it y- y- it's got you more might... subtlety of bouquet <laughs> <laughs> you, you might make do with a drop of tizer when you're a child but it's not the same it's like Standard a burdock versus Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's standard a burdock every time. Yeah, no, it most... Oh, actually, dandelion and burdock is a great regional thing because... Is it? Yeah. Where I don't think you get it. I don't know where it's from, but it's a definite, it's a definite UK thing. You're oh, not going to yeah, get yeah. that out. Dandelion and burdock, I mean, it's one of those things. What What's even in it? Well, it used to be dandelions <laughs> and burdock leaves. And now... And now it's kind of, I think uh, it's uh, just vegetable flavouring. Yeah, it's basically... But um, it's, it's a really peculiar taste. It's great. It's ever so slightly bitter or not bitter, kind of. Um, it tastes a bit off. Yeah. <laughs> or, or slightly herby. Yes. Or yeah, there's something herby about it. That's mm, it. And it's a real, <coughs> it's definitely a, an appealing one. And, 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 and it's fortunately, it's still sold, which is awesome. Thank God. The, you know. And they sell it in fish and chip shops. So whenever I buy fish and chips from somewhere like Nash's or Brian's, you know, a famous kind of fish and chip shop or fish and chip shop chain, they always have it and I always get dandelion and burdock. A little, a little flash to my childhood. But um, There is also, there is also, oh. just, just to continue before we end the, 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 fish and frying, the frying theme, oh, right. there, is, there is also one, with a, a food stuff which I would not say is a crime and I'm sure there will be people out there who'd say it is mushy peas. Mushy peas. With fish and chips. Oh, yes. No. Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't agree. Yes. I don't. Yes. No. No. <laughs> I just. I just. I just think. What are you doing? Get that green mush off my plate. Yeah. Mushy peas is fine if it's your nan and she's making your fish fingers chips and mushy peas. Then it's fine. It's fine because it's a substitute for baked beans. Which I prefer them to baked beans when you're talking about that kind of supper. But if you've got an efficient chip shop, salt and vinegar wrapped in real newspaper. <laughs> It's got to be Deep mushy peas. Hell. Do you know what the great thing about mushy peas are? They don't taste of anything. They're not peas. What are they? They're beans. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is why I always feel like I've been robbed, because they don't taste of peas. They're marrow fat peas. Marrow fat peas are actually beans. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, no. Do, do you know what I don't like about them? Ma- you've, now I know exactly what it is. The skins, they have little jackets and they mm-hmm. come off inside the mushiness and, and, and they kind of one of the pea skins will coat itself around one of your teeth and you only realise it's there seven hours later when you've been smiling at everyone when you've nicely, been smiling at everyone with your bright green bright green and your, your teeth are like a green jacket yeah and has been for a long time yeah oh it's good or oh. even worse you've actually brushed your teeth it's the next day <laughs> and you find it because it's been so firmly lodged in there it's made itself right at home oh, don't be knocking annoying. it don't be knocking it here it's well, good. that's 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 where we disagree, which is rare for us. We don't oh, often no. disagree about these no, things. No, I don't. You know, regional but, um, is bringing yeah. out the regional fights. Yeah, absolutely, it is. So, well, so, no, I want to talk about if we're going to talk about things that are profoundly Yorkshire, we can't we can't not mention the Yorkshire pudding. Yes, I think it's quite important that you know, as we're it's a podcast yeah. from Yorkshire, yeah, we yeah. Should, we're, we're obviously going to have a, a little bit of a bias, of course. You know, and 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 the and Yorkshire it, pudding, it, it, it's righteous because our stuff is just better. <laughs> It is. The Yorkshire it pudding is, is actually sorry, a everyone else. bloody <laughs> good dish. It's, it's just brilliant. It you, is. Can, you can't compare Yorkshire pudding to, say, a jelly deal. 
can you? No. In terms of deliciousness. Because and appeal. Pudding, yeah, and appeal. And general all-round kind of goes with lots of things. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, so See, I mean, Yorkshire pudding came from, I think it's a, it's, it's a great Yorkshire sensibility, actually, because mm. it was just blat- blatantly to pad out the meal. So yeah, you, yeah. You know, you could get round having <laughs> not enough meat. <laughs> you yeah. just pour on the gravy and add the Yorkshire pudding. Yorkshire pudding. Here, kids, have some batter. Have some batter. And Yorkshire puddings. Now, Yorkshire puddings suffer from the same problem as pizzas. Right. In that they they have been taken on to people's hearts. Mm. And yet, once you get them outside of their original context, yes. there's things, some little aberrations start to, de- to, to develop. Mm. And I think the main one is is making them really thick. What is that about? No, it's a batter. It should be almost Crispy. fried. Yes. You cook it hot in an oven, so with lots of oil, so mm. it goes it goes it goes nice and light and crispy and and mm. and, and, and and soaks up your gravy nicely. Yeah, I don't. And not how people seem seem not to get that. No, like, I, well, do they not understand the principle of it being crispy or light? I know. I don't. I don't. I must admit, my mother. Oh, yeah, she might kill me. Um, <laughs> she, she, gosh, puddings was something she struggled with for a few years, and her own mother, her own mother was a master of it. You know, she because <laughs> Nana's so slapdash, it really gosh puddings suit her. She can kind of turn her back on them, sit mm. in the oven at full blast, full devil furnace going. Mm. Get the gosh puddings done, great. And my mum's attempts always came out kind of a bit spongy and oh, wet no. at the bottom. And yeah. I would never understand what she was doing wrong. I think she's got it fixed now because she already buys in <laughs> frozen packs. She just gave up after a while. It's, it's her personal kind of, you know. Nemesis. Yeah, it's her nemesis. Oh, meringues were like that for me. Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I mean, yeah, I used to be a little bit like anti the, the buy-in. But you know what? You can get some good buy-ins. Go on. You know, some good, good frozen, yeah, frozen, frozen Yorkshire puddings. You can. And, and you know, I've got to say, I'd rather have them with a dinner and not and if, if that's what it takes then yes i buy in where do you stand mia on the giant yorkshire pudding fills with with a, a meal now wait <laughs> giant now oh god <laughs> ah, i'm so crazy <laughs> already already the tiny veins in my neck are popping my capillaries are so delicate this show is so bad for me i'm just one big mass of broken veins now i aim to work yeah, on your blood yeah, pressure yeah. you know I'm um, so point one Giant Yorkshire pudding is a good thing. That's how it should be. You get a wedge of it, or rather a, a big slice. People are given either la- a large one each, or a bit of a large one with some gravy. It's what you had before you had your meat and your vegetables. It was like a, it was like a, a separate course almost. But don't with a spoons. Things like you can make it into some kind of odd awful conglomerate meal and serve it with a one pound 25 pint by putting sausages oh no that that's the one chips chips and gravy and and yorkshire pudding yo yeah thanks I, i'd like to pay four pounds for a dire meal that cost you 29 pence <laughs> to make butter and potatoes and gravy mix it offends me it offends me because it's just it's like it's an oliver twist meal <laughs> i think it's wrong and that's all I'm going to say on the subject. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me, Mia's just gone off to uh, fun herself and, and calm down. Oh, things are, reelings are running high in the regional food. Uh, oh, regional food. Do you know, I mean, the, the other one, actually, this isn't a crime, but I have to give, I have to give a nod mm. to the, the other Yorkshire dish, which is so regional that people don't know what it is outside Yorkshire. Parking. People don't know what parking is. Are you no, I, I, I have honestly said to Southerners and even to a Midlander, Oh, you want parking, don't you? And they're like, what is parking? When they're what? trying to identify a beautifully sticky, hot, somehow tangy ginger cake. Yes. And they don't know what they're talking about because no. it's parking. It's parking. <laughs> and oh. it even sounds Yorkshire. I know, it is. It's, it's parking. It sounds like an illicit kind of courting ritual, doesn't it? <laughs> We're going parking. <laughs> beep, beep. But, um, Do you want some parking, love? Yeah. <laughs> and then when you get there, it's you and your lover in the front seat just feeding crumbs of cake to each other. Be- before the orgy starts you start rubbing on your cheeks and your neck oh parking <laughs> and also you always have parking around about bonfire night yes, so it's, it's yes. a cold night you know warm up rubbing the parking into your flesh <laughs> see that's a regional food that if you were offered it and people were chowing it down and said it's a regional speciality it's one that it would be wise to take yes take it you'll never look back no you'll look back and wow. go parking 
where was I without it? Yeah, I, I think you've got to raise awareness, you know, or maybe we'll just keep it on the download so no one knows about it. Yeah. And we can just continue to enjoy it as a special as a special regional secret because mm. it's never going to get publicized to the rest of the world no no nobody's ever going to know about it but 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 if you keep your eyes and ears open folks and you've never had it before you definitely should try it yeah definitely definitely or if you want to make it yourself because you know it's your option a bit far to come if, if say you're overseas yeah um, it's quite easy yeah it's, it's quite not easy hard. to make and um although i've actually looked at recipes online for this before and they tend to get a little complicated people have because it's such a yorkshire <laughs> thing the, the recipes all, always begin with this is my auntie flo's recipe and i peeled it from her dead claw <laughs> she held yeah. it close to she her heart she refused to tell me until she was you know taken swiftly by a cardiac <laughs> arrest and um and people get, get really enthusiastic about about the parking recipes because it's handed down it's what yeah. your mum would put in things yeah and you know that people argue about, about whether you should add, add that kind of like that shaving of nutmeg oh yes nutmeg Ooh. or no nutmeg Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the proportion of sugar ooh, to flour. Ooh, oh, ooh. <laughs> what kind of sugar are you going to use? Oh yeah, I know. It gets complicated. People don't even get started on the, the whole treacle, treacle syrup, oh. molasses combination. Oh. It's very, wow. it's a very fraught area. It is very, it's, it's fraught. It's fraught. With so now, in fact, in, in I think in terms of parking, the crimes are fought actually in the recipe yeah, arena. Yeah. <laughs> There's actual <laughs> violence perpetrated <laughs> in the name the of parking. Fought on the battlefield. <laughs> on the recipe battlefield. <laughs> Aged Yorkshire women all over, kind of st- roller-painting each other. <laughs> on the elbow. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Ned, bloody silly last. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's heard, out there has heard of curd tart, because that's kind of, that, oh, that's yeah, very that's regional too. An yeah, and that's it's another an Yorkshire pudding. Well, another Yorkshire pudding. Ha, ha, ha. I, see I made a joke. Oh. Um, it's another Yorkshire kind of sweet thing to oh, eat oh yeah you see yorkshire mm. we're just not we don't do very well on being famed for apart from our yorkshire pudding yeah we don't no you know curd tart is absolutely brilliant because i mean if anyone know what the kind of you know the dairy process is for anything you take some milk from some unsuspecting mother <laughs> cow and um, you make all kinds of good things with it and whey is is, is like it's an early byproduct oh right so and, it's and, the, it's and, the... and so the curds and whey are what you get when you when you when you make things with cow's milk, ah. and, and and they take the curds and apparently like um again it's 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 quite specialised. Some places only use like the very like having a, the extra version of all the very first pressing, you know. <laughs> that they, they use the these these kind of these magical early curds from when the calves have just been born, and that they're, ah. they're like three weeks old and they take the early curds from that and they make tarts and apparently, well I say apparently I had one about four weeks ago. It was amazing oh, like made me what? where did you get it, it from I with, um, want with one. pouring cream i want one why don't why can't i ha- i want one i was I in um one. i think i was in kettlewell oh yeah, yeah. Mm, well maybe i'm gonna have to go rural. market town typical yeah I have, to go, I have to go rural go and get myself one <laughs> you see unlike other regions in the uk who kind of you know sent their things out far and wide you know we we we've just kind of seemed to have kept it close to the chest because yeah. then you get the notoriously the con- tight aren't we oh, that's what it is <laughs> And then, of course, I think I did, one has just popped into my head and I'm going to have to bring it up, which is the Cornish pasty. Now, I think this is a victim of crime. It is. It is because I've got a feeling that if, if you have a real one, it's possibly going to be really nice. Oh, yeah. And, a proper and, and Cornish yeah. pasty. But, I mean, just, just to kind of... Oh, I sense a massive rant and I'm sorry, Gloria. I keep. I know you've got things to say about this, but I'm just going to drop this in. If you're British, Greg's. That's all I'm going to say. Greg's and Ainsley's. <laughs> Cornish nasties. You. Cornish nasties. You are to blame. <laughs> For a start, it's not in hard pastry. It's in the flaky pastry. Wait, wait, wait. I think before, 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 I've got to stop you, Mia, because I think I have to I have to paint no, 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 a picture. Right. I have to paint a picture paint of a what picture. a Cornish pasty was. Right. And is now. Mm-hmm. And I think what we have to establish is Cornish pasty was miners' food and you take it down to the mines and the pastry casing wasn't even meant to be eaten. It would be wrapping round your meal so you could just like break it open and eat it. And you'd have, sometimes you'd have one side, which was savoury, and then you'd like have jam on the other side and it'd be oh. like a snack. It's clever, isn't it? That's very clever. Yeah, I know. But now they're made with, they're, they're a, pas- a, a pastry made with kind of hard, like a, probably like a short crust pastry is actually you make mm. it with. But it's quite hard pastry with the kind of, you know, the yeah. ripples over the back. And traditionally, Cornish pasty has sweet potato, onions, mince, salt and pepper. Beautiful. And that's it. 
that's all you have. Great. And it's fine. It is a very fine thing. It I've is. got family going down in Cornwall and I sample their Cornish pasties when I'm down there and it's, yeah. it's good. It's very good. But then, of course, because it's it's already a bloody cheap food. Yeah. And then somehow people just find a way to make it cheaper. Well, how else can you sell it for two for a pound? <laughs> No, but you know what the worst thing is? If you go into a train station in the UK, there will be the Cornish Pasty Company and they will be selling you a Cornish Pasty for £2. Yes. Which has been sat under the light for about half an hour mm-hmm. a day and it's kind of it's, it's the greasiest thing you've ever had in your life and it's £2 and what's inside it? The ingredients cost like 6p or something. Yeah. It's mostly potato. That is robbery. That is robbery. And that's unfair because, you know... This is a, t- a traditional food and it's, it's, it's being raped and pillaged <laughs> and peddled up and down the land. Up and down the land. We're cursing the name of Cornwall. Right. Um, anyway, I feel like I've kind of gone off and, and, and defending Cornish people and their ways. Um, aside from the fact that they, you know, are kind of, is it a bad thing? Notorious smugglers, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, everyone deserves to have that their little patch of culinary history protected. Um, and Greg's has soullessly taken that and hoard it out. <laughs> I, I can't think of how else to say this. And Ginsters or Ginsters, what is it? Oh, it's Ginsters and they're horrible. I think they're worse than Greg's. Ginsters, Ginsters, you gits. They're horrible. They are, they're like bricks. They're like bricks and they're so salty and so pe- highly spiced with pepper that you have to drink about two bottles of water when you have them. And it's unfortunate because when you go to a motorway service station, they're the only kind of pasties available to yeah. you. And they're the only ones that you can eat. You see, these people have cornered the market and are forcing us to eat their pasties. Yes, and they're so full of salt and pepper because they were made two months ago. This is a state dictatorship. This is this is a this is a, this is a dictatorship of of food crime. Do you know what I, I might do? Seriously, I might attempt to make Cornish pasties at home. I might get a recipe and give it a go. Maybe not in the summer when not everyone's feeling up to kind of big meat and pastry dishes, <laughs> but in the winter when it's cold, it'd be nice to have people around for a Cornish a Cornish pasty night. Oh yes, I've I've done it once. Going back to my roots. Ooh. Yeah. I've done it once and I did it with um the the pastry I did it with had a lard in it. It was good, but I've got to say, smell of lard makes me feel a bit weird. Ah, uh, lard. But it's necessary, isn't it? For, it is lard for, for, the, for the for the pa- for the pastry. It was a good one. It was a good one. It's worth doing. Yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. say that. Oh, now, yeah. seeing as we're kind of you know we're sti- we seem to be sticking in the UK at the moment. Let's I think branch we have out. To, well, we could branch out, but there's you know things we kind of established. We're from Yorkshire. Right. We feel the north-south divide. We do. We do. And so when I look at some of London's culinary right uh dishes i think they for me fall under the why in god's name would you eat that you big weirdos <laughs> jelly deals Let's just remind anyone who's listening gloria had to move home from london <laughs> they wouldn't keep her anymore they were sick of her in the capital she had they to asked me home. to leave yeah <laughs> either leave or stop abusing her uh, <laughs> Our pies and our people on public transport (laughs) and in streets and shops and oh my. Yeah, because of course in London they all eat jelly deals all the time. (laughs) You know, if you're a Londoner, that's all you eat. You know, and they call everyone governor, yeah. and they say, "How's your father?" Um, what well, they really mean? They mean sex, um, <laughs> and they they say apples and pears, and they say, um, "Oh, what else?" And everyone's say? a cockney, and... Uh, and and they do dances with with trimmy sweet brushes and oh, big yeah. cloggy boots, and they all wear those bloody stupid pearly queen jackets as well. What are they? A pearly king and queen. I've not exactly remembered what it is, but it's some some fantastic something. And it's obviously a true London town thing, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. It is. Otherwise, why would we think it? And they all listen to Chaz and Dave. <laughs> I bloody hate Chaz and Dave. <laughs> What's Chaz and Dave? Chaz and Dave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I I am but an initiate. Go but, on. All right. Chaz and Dave are like session musicians who played with a kind of. They're actually really good musicians, and they played with um. A number of people and they're kind of jazz and what have you, but they formed the the band Jazz and right. Dave, and uh, they have many kind of whimsical and amusing songs. One of them is called Rabbit, which is got you got more rabbit than Sainsbury's. Why don't you give it a rest? 
You've got a beautiful smile. You've got a beautiful mouth. You've got a. I was instantly suspicious when you said Chaz and Dave. Yeah. Now and do you see? Right. And they play a little bit of honky tonk piano and they go rabbit, 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 rabbit. Oh, God. It makes me want to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, got, I hope you enjoyed that rendition of that because I can <laughs> assure you it's entirely accurate. That's just what Chaz and that Dave is exactly sound like. what they sound like. And w- whenever it's played, all the folks within a mile radius get up and then they do a dance. The <laughs> Blitz do. Spirit dance. You got style. Oh no, you got you got charms. Yeah. I used to live with two actual proper and bona fide Londoners. It was like I was being overrun. Londoners were born in London, and not did imports. They like Chaz and Dave, as being yes, they did. They did. They were from South London, and they liked Chaz and Dave. Bless. That's I nice. Know. You know, be loyal. Yeah. No, they it, had it, to be. It's it's up to us to abuse you because uh, we're not from there. I know. But if I, I was from there, no doubt, I'd probably think they were pretty all right. I don't know if there's a there's an equivalent kind of Yorkshire entertainer. That probably means we have to like Jimmy Savile. Um, Bollocks. No, that can't <laughs> be it. No. <laughs> if you're not from the UK, I do apologise. This entire episode is probably going to yeah. be impenetrable. Rubbish. We, we've we've got Alan. <laughs> Bennett, we can sit and be morose and slightly amused at the same time instead. Okay, and if you're not fil- from filled with kind of you know whoa, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not from the UK, just you know just have a look around and find out our cultural icons from Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm giving you Jimmy Savile and Peter Stringfellow. Two. Jesus, Peter. Oh man, that's that's the worst example alive. Every time I see him, I cringe. I know it's so embarrassing. Peter Stringfellow was a DJ, now owns a string of a string of lap lap dance clubs, uh, has a ponytail, and dates seventeen year olds. And wears thongs. And, He's not and seventeen. He's old and grisly and weird. Uh, he's just shocking he has oh. some shocking views yeah anyway we've totally diverged anyway, but yeah. we just going back to right jelly deals i don't get it i think that that might be something they put out there like this is a real <laughs> thing like beef eaters <laughs> they always wore hats like this that's and they still do and we don't just do it for the tourists honestly this is genuine so you've got beef eater hats and you've got um and you've got jelly deals i think those are things that they keep purely around for tourists, because anyone in their right mind would never either A, wear one of those beefy, beefy hats, or B, eat a jellied fish. Do you know what, though? I've actually seen jelly deals. They do actually exist. And you know, when I was a kid, I used to think, right, that jelly deals were like, you know, like gummy bears. I that used to would think, make more sense. I used to think that they were like, yeah, the jelly deals were like sweeties. Yeah. But they're not. They are actual pieces of fish in jelly, like savoury jelly, like aspic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's eels as well. They're bottom feeders. They live on the bed of rivers it's... and they eat shit. Oh, I don't, God. I don't, I don't. It's just the whole idea does oh, not my appeal. My blood's running cold, Gloria. I'm sorry. It's, it's just the eel. It just makes me feel a bit funny. Do you know, I just like to... <laughs> this, this is how truly tasteful and decadent Gloria actually is. She's saying this. She's making me feel sick talking about fishy aspic. Thanks. And at her feet... And her feet on, on, a, on a lovely blue plate um, lay some vine wrap, rice vine wrapped treats that she brought with her just as a kind of as a deadly surprise. <laughs> I didn't make them. I bought them. She bought them. So just some, you know, some, just some stuffed vine leaves and some Chinese rice crackers. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. So, um, Jeff. So, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I can't. With it, I, I think. I, yeah, I just don't think I'm ever going to understand what the Southerners eat, frankly. You know, that, 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 that. I'm all right with the whole, I know that they, I know that they do pie and mash. Yeah. And that, I'm fine with that. Pie and mash I'm, I'm is down with right. that. And then they put, but good. then they put liquor with it. And you're like, well, liquor is like this kind of parsley-ish gravy that's not really proper gravy. What the? What? Well, why they call is it, it like liquor? a clear thing or something? Yeah, it's kind of clearish. Vile. Yeah, I know. What happened to gravy? Everything's made better with gravy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they can't get gravy browning down there or something. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, browning. <laughs> Every time you say that now. Every time I hear somebody <laughs> whose name is Brown or Browning, I think of the browning. The browning Genuine in the brownest brown house in yeah. England. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? Oh. Did I tell that? I have told that story before. I think I? so. Yeah. I it was a while ago. Again. You know, it's a reference to a house that we'll had a lot of brown it. in it. We'll leave it and, and talk about it in, in another few episodes when it's died out in people's memory. And we'll just keep bringing it up every year. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, do you remember browning? <laughs> the browning. <laughs> we'll ever explain what it's all about. with the in crowd. Yeah. I know what their jokes See. are going. Yeah, that's, that's an in-joke. For all, <laughs> us all to enter in without actually knowing what it's about. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we, we were always thinking 
We're always thinking or one step ahead. Or no. just rambling <laughs> inanely into microphones. <laughs> There's a certain skill to it, damn it. Yeah, the answer is. Uh, you can't gesticulate quite so loudly as you would if the microphone wasn't there in case you hit the <laughs> microphone with your arm. It's never stopped me. No. You should see me throughout the show. <laughs> I'm sat here waving my arms around magic. She's doing like crazy tree arms. <laughs> Woo! Feel the wind in your branches, Gloria. It's oh. like I'm at some kind of revival meeting. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, you know, perhaps this time we move further afield and we take a step outside the UK. Okay. And, and take a look at some mysterious things that we've we've encountered or maybe we just never quite understood. I Hand up, I'm doing it again. Honestly, <laughs> this must be so good for your ego. She's only like six months older than me. And yet I raise my hand like she's my ancient Dory teacher. Uh, uh, me, me, miss, me, me. I have a factoid. I have a factoid. Share the factoid. I, um, okay. Obviously, it's one of those things that everyone knows a bit about. I imagine much the way that, you know, kind of everyone thinks frog's legs, blah, blah, France. Um, I think it's fugu, is it? It's the fish, the blowfish in Japan. Yeah. That they eat, even though one of its organs is deadly poisonous. Oh, yeah. And I, I was looking online last night, um, just, just at random stuff, like you do. Um, and... It says that people still continue to eat it, and 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 the person who wrote this had actually tried it, and they said they weren't they felt something of of a tang, you know, when they ate it, but they weren't sure if it, if that was like some kind of psychological thrill, thinking death could be upon me. Ooh, doesn't it make everything taste nice? Which I imagine it would, you know, if your life is kind of swiftly ending, everything must taste fucking beautiful. Pardon my language, but um, they have these special chefs who can who who are who are trained to to kind of to butcher and to cut up fugu. But still, 300 people a year die from it. 300? 300. I know. Well, Japan's not that big, actually. I was about to say it's enormous, but it's not enormous. It's not enormous. 300 people is a fair whack. I know. And they continue to eat it. Um, and this is how it kills you. You remain totally conscious whilst it paralyzes you, including your lungs. So you lay there. Oh, so you effectively to, suffocate. To, you suffocate all the while knowing exactly what's going on. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that's really worth the risk <laughs> of, of, of like whoever many percentage or whatever yeah. that is of people that eat it well, in a year. that's it. I mean, if 300 people eat it, imagine all the people who live there who don't eat it. What kind of, what numbers are we talking? That's it. That's the problem, isn't it? It says 300 people a year die, but it's like, well, how many people eat it? What if it's only 600? I know. Then you'd be <laughs> bloody stupid to eat it, wouldn't you? 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, like the idea of a dish that, you know, you sit down to, <laughs> well, it's a 50-50 chance, well, I'll be getting up again. <laughs> oh, you know, I love food. So I like experimentation. But, you know, you, you can do that. Just just um, defrost your meat on the radiator. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, don't need to go out to any fancy Japanese no, no, restaurant. No. If you want a thrill, you can do it at home. <laughs> do it at home, oh, it's I, fine. I like to kind of, I like to touch raw chicken and then eggs and then raw chicken <laughs> and then eggs and then raw chicken. Just everywhere. Just really. get inside the cavity. Just get chicken. right in there. Yeah, that's what you want. Nice and then just farm. suck your fingers. Yeah. Stick <laughs> it back in. Suck your fingers. Oh. oh. I've gone too far even for my taste. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I, I ruined the factoid by being childish. I know. I liked it. I don't think well. you ruined it. I think you just added an extra pickle <laughs> seed to it. It was like, ooh. Thanks. Ooh, thanks. Oh, yeah. It's great. You see, th- there is that thing of uh, the regional food, like... The the ones like you say, frog's legs kind of brings up your, it's it's it automatic. It's French, isn't it? Oh, Michelle, you give me one kiss. <laughs> that was my Pepe Le Pew. In case you're interested, I liked it. Thanks. That's good. Where's my kiss? <laughs> <laughs> Over here, honey. <laughs> um, so yeah, it does. It brings up all those kind of images, doesn't it, of of of, of France? Um, rather, it brings up images of why people don't go to France. <laughs> I, I imagine if you said, well, what, why have you never been to France? Oh, I don't much fancy it. Well, well, really, why not? Because, you know, all those frog's legs and snails, <laughs> like they're being overrun with plates of frog's legs and snails just everywhere. Yeah. You can't <laughs> turn a corner without bumping into frog's legs and snails. <laughs> and all these these, these little, little frog bodies with just their legs cut off oh. in the street. Now, you, you're fairly adventurous, Gloria, and not, not just are you adventurous, because I, I, I like to think I'd try some things. But you've had opportunity where I have not. Have you tried frog's legs? I haven't, you know. But you have tried snails, haven't you? I have tried snails. You had those, was it Italy? I had those in Italy. I also had, um, I don't know if it, I think it actually might have been a, a regional speciality, apart oh. from the roast suckling pig, was I had um, I had sea urchin. 
actually, well, we got it out of the sea and cut it in half. And there's like a little oh, red. Wait, did you cook it? No, just ate it raw. Oh, you dirt balls. I know, you just run your thumb on the inside of like, when you cut, it's one of those black spiky yeah, yeah, urchins yeah. that you get floating on the sea. If you cut into it and cut it in half, inside there's like um, kind of like little orange, almost like kind of eggs on the sides of the, on the inside of the, the, the urchin. It's kind of like almost empty. There's right. hardly anything in it. And you just run your thumb up it and, and eat it off your thumb. What does it taste like? The sea. Salty. Kind of a bit fishy. So. Uh, no. <laughs> I've just ate no, it alive. I don't like that. You, you, you. Oh man, you gutted something. <laughs> it was, it was, it was alive. Well, let's hope it wasn't alive after being cut in half. It was kind but, of vaguely sentient. It was a sea urchin. Oh. I don't know. Maybe you kill it by, or maybe they're already dead when they're floating on the surface. I don't know. Maybe they're the eggs or something. Yeah. I think it maybe kind you of, were just eating sea urchin babies. I think I was probably eating sea urchin babies, well, to be honest with you. that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a bit like caviar yeah. or, or cod's <gasps> row. Oh, just... oh, I've just thought of one. <laughs> what is it? I, did not, I, just, I just wanted to interject with some food porn. Dude. I had, I went to a creperie last week in, in Brittany. I was on holiday, by the way. And, um, and we were friends and I had, um, I had crepes with smoked salmon, capers and roe, black roe. It was just un unbelievably nice and a tiny 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 perfectly dressed salad like like gorgeous little light fingered elves would come and rub the perfect amount of juice and oil over each tender leaf it was absolutely amazing <sighs> like five euros or something fantastically cheap like that oh man oh <sighs> yeah okay anyway uh, sorry. sorry you distracted Codrow, me Codsrow. have you ever seen pressed Codsrow? Because AKA mush. <laughs> I'm assuming that's that's what it becomes. It's disgusting. Is it mush? I don't know if it's even a regional speciality. But I mean, it's some kind of special way of subjecting food to torture. It like you get it in a can, right? And it comes out all grey and kind of compressed. <gasps> oh, massive heave! I iced. know. Oh, yeah, and foul. then you slice it up and fry it. What? Uh, my ex used to. That's my like row spam. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, cods row. My neck feels weak with disgust. <laughs> Honestly, my head is flopping back. I'm so appalled. <laughs> oh, sickness. It was pretty grim. I have to say, I, I never went for it. I never tried it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I never tried. That That's and the. Um, oh, that and the, that and the brain. Brains. The, the monkey brain. Yeah. Brains. Yeah. Anywhere that says, oh, this is our. Because you actually, you know what? You just think they're flipping pulling your leg, don't you? When you go anywhere where you're kind of enough of a foreigner that you don't really speak the language and you don't really get the culture or what have you. Yeah. And they go, oh, yeah, this is our regional speciality. Please have some. You must have some. Otherwise, we'll be really offended. Clearly, they're just taking the piss and they're seeing how much we can get the dumb foreigner to eat stuff. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen some of those programs? There was a fantastic program on um in on british tv the uh the tribe with bruce yes. parry who's this incredibly sympathetic guy who you know on screen to view kind of going and living with these very very remote people and um and kind of lived with them, you know, mm -hmm. for a month or so. And you can guarantee every episode they'll be like, oh, yes, uh, just have some of this. Yeah, it's what we eat all the time. And then pissing themselves laughing when he yeah. ate it. They're like, oh, yes, have this goat's behind. We eat it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ate the anus. He ate the he anus. Ate the, I can't Brilliant. believe I got him to eat the anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do you? What would you get people to to to, to if, well, if you had? If you I had, was thinking in my dream world, you know, you bring these people. You don't go to them. You bring them to you. You bring these innocents, and then <laughs> and then you get them here, and and you kind of you, you subject them to things like flying saucers and and fizzy cola bottles, oh, and, and watch awesome. their faces contort with oh. disbelief. Oh, the popping, the popping, yeah, the space popping candy. candy. <gasps> wow. That would be amazing. Oh, oh, Wonka bars. Those like really sour things that you put in your mouth and they're all kind of like, they're like sugar, just like boiled sugar, but with bits of really kind of sour. Oh yeah, or like whams. 
Wham bars. Oh, wow. I could eat a wham bar now. Could you? I could, I could. murder a wham bar. Yeah. Anyway, but, but yeah, all that stuff. Not not the stuff you'd expect, like aspic and kind of jelly deals. <laughs> because um, that wouldn't be that that strange. If I was going to try and say to someone, if I was trying to go and pretend that oh, we had some kind of regional speciality yeah. that I wanted to get someone to eat, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be aspic or anything gross like yeah. that. You wouldn't have to try very hard just to be like, oh, try and eat this mushy peas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try and eat these mushy peas. Slash beans. <laughs> or here, here, try this baking apple. It's going to be really nice. <laughs> you see, it's the simple things, isn't it? Yeah. You wouldn't need to. Because the things that seem pretty gross, actually, probably the concept of them, someone from not around here, it probably wouldn't be that gross. Because, I mean, if you if you eat monkey brains all the time, you're going to be like, tripe? Yeah. yeah, fine. I'll eat tripe. I like tripe. But then, I mean, what we were talking, obviously we are talking about kind of casting on it a bit further in terms of lo- regional things. Chinese food. Oh, yeah. Few, few things have, have suffered as much <laughs> for translation as Chinese food. It's, I imagine it's pretty unrecognisable the way yeah, we get it here. It must be. It's... For a start, lots of it is fried. I mean lots. You can get everything that's fried. You you, you get chicken balls that are fried. It's already in a bowl. Why do you need to fry it? (laughs) Prawn balls fried in a batter. Not not just fried in like a tempura, but in a real batter. It's kind of, it's sickening really. And I I, I never used to be able to tolerate Chinese food. And I always always thought I'd hate it, you know, the real thing. Mm. And I realised it took me years to get used to the grease content. Every Uh, grain of rice is like coated. Yeah, and it it's, it it can't be like that. It can't be. It can't please, be. please tell us it's not like that. Is it? It's not. It's can't not be. though, is it? Because I, I mean, I I'm, mean, Chinese people are kind of you know naturally beautifully thin, aren't they? Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Don't they have like great health? I Lots don't know. I think that Japanese. Stuff. I think Japanese kind of get have more longevity. Have more longevity. Well, I don't see many many fat Chinese people, so I, I have a feeling <laughs> that, they're, that they're behind like even the ones who live in England are kind of like going home and sniggering into their palms, going, "God, they're such mugs." But you know that's they, consu- they don't eat anything, you know. But then that that's consumer demand. We were the ones going, "No, I'm not eating that funny stuff." And they, you know, they opened the restaurants opened up fifty years ago. Yeah. Like, oh no, I'm not eating that. It's weird. It's foreign. Give me some regional variation. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's exactly it. And and now we have these things, and you have to ask yourself. Before they came here, did any such thing as Peking duck actually exist? Actually exist or Beijing duck? I think it did. You know, I mean, it probably wasn't called Peking or Beijing duck. No, <laughs> but that that way of of, of drying of the duck things, is yeah. is. But I'll tell you what 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 didn't exist is is um, chow mein. Really? Yeah, I don't think it existed like the kind of gravy way uh, that we have it. Yeah, and that's uh, bad. sweet and sour. Sweet and sour is a great fusion one that that was definitely for a, a kind of more Western palate with really liked the it's, batter it's and very sweet. Sugary, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. very sugary. But yeah, yeah, we kind of we we we, we regionalized that food good and made it into a crime. <laughs> yeah, we're so lazy now. We don't actually go out and conquer anymore. We just we just invite industry and wear them down. <laughs> I want to bring in authentic cuisine. Yeah. There is a fa- one of you my. You think you can change it? You think you can educate us? You come on and try it. There is a fantastic uh, film, Big Night, which is about uh, in set in the fifties in America. Uh, uh, two brothers open try and open up a, a restaurant oh, in a I've seen in New York. I don't think I've seen it though. Oh, it's good. A, yeah, it's a really sweet, really straight, sweet movie with uh, Stanley Tucci and uh, Mini Driver and. Some someone else whose name I can't remember but there is this fantastic scene in that where one of the brothers is at his front of house yes and uh and one of the guys is one of his brother is is the chef but I said and the chef has these exquisite he's an exquisite chef oh fantastic stop it Gloria fantastic but he's his his customers don't quite share the same tastes as him so he brings out this bowl of pasta and uh, and the woman looks at it and goes, uh, "Where's the meatballs?" And he's like, and he, he, the, he, the the brother is kind of thinking, "Oh God, I can't take it back into him because if I say where's the, if he says where's the meatballs, he's going to be like, it's penne pasta. You don't have meatballs with pasta. Meatballs come separate. You have it with rice and you know oh, meatballs with pasta, yeah. American dish. And I'll have some bread on the side. And he's looking at bread with your and." 
I can just, I can just, uh, that must have been what it would be like opening a Chinese yeah. restaurant in the UK. But like, and here's some noodles. And you were like, I don't want any noodles. I want chips. Why mm. can't I have chips with it? That's what yeah. it would have been like. And now, and now we finally kind of come around to the idea of noodles. They've taken off spectacularly, obviously. But um, but even so, if you get them from the Chinese shop, my auntie loves Chinese food. She absolutely loves it. She orders half the menu every single time. Um, <clears throat> and the noodles, when they come out of the tiny, horrible, like tin foil case, <laughs> they're they're the kind of thing they've they've become shaped. They come out the same shape as the tin. <laughs> In like dog food, like those oh, tiny yeah. things of wallets. It's it's formed. <laughs> it's only in there five minutes, but it's now it's now formed. It's a noodle like thing, Cake. like a blancmange. Yeah, <laughs> which it's means it's got to be not good, doesn't oh, it? Well, it's just been sat there a while. It's just oh. a little bit stodgy. It's 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 it's. You see, I feel I feel we're bringing us down to the towards the end of the episode. We we I had know. such high jinks, and we just brought ourselves down. Is <laughs> this something we can cheer ourselves up with? A regional variation, which is just so uncanny so so why would you eat that we can just end end the show on a on a high note are you asking me for one i am i can't think of one i can't think of one a regional variation that's good you mean oh i could go go bad i think bad i think i quite like the idea of just i tell you what i think a whole lot of stuff i read about deep south cooking generally makes me go surely not in america some there are some things which just make me go you do you eat like what like what it's just just things that are like really really sweet and right. and 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 kind of saying oh yeah well you just make this with like uh put, yeah. put in loads of icing that's what you need to do just put in loads of icing or or make this sandwich in this way where i'll tell you one thing i'll tell you one thing and I, i'm not sure if it's regional what? but i think it's wrong I think I'm going to have this as regional because I think, you know, a, a peanut butter and jam sandwich is, is pretty American. I, go on, I'm about to say it. I think they're really nice. Oh, no, they're great. Oh, I good. fucking I love them. I, yeah, love, I peanut love peanut butter, peanut and, butter and jam, jam sandwiches. Yeah. However, I have heard tell me that on. in America they've taken it one step further. What is it? They're so beloved. They're so great that everyone wants to have one all the time. So they make frozen peanut butter and jam sandwiches with you no crusts jest. on. No. <laughs> You lazy bastards. <laughs> no. No. The point Pre-made. of a peanut butter and jelly or jam, if you're English, sandwich, is surely that it's not a real meal. Why would you then try and freeze something that is a convenient <laughs> snack that you have when you're raiding the, the cupboards in between meals? I don't... I just... Oh, that, that's the height of laziness. It really is. And poor taste. You took the crust off. Yeah. And apparently they're kind of like in little circles. I can... That sounds putrid. <laughs> it does. Like Pop-Tarts. What a fucking hideous thing uh. to inflict upon the world. Now I'm mad. I'm mad. I've got a cold. I'm all bunged up and I'm cross. Oh, no. I might have to finish... Well, do we have to finish the show on Mia being cross? Oh, 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 oh. One thing. One thing. Um... Oh, Frosties or anything like them. Any what kind of them? cereal covered in sugar. What I'm about them? That, that, that seems to me a particularly American thing. I once tried Golden Grahams. Oh, but they're good, Mia. No, they're not, man. Yeah, they are, man. Oh, dude. Oh. You're totally wrong, man. I totally am right. W- were you stoned at the time? No. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> they weren't as good as Cinnamon Grahams, but still. What? I love Cinnamon Grahams. Oh. Anyway, you we, are, we're totally... You are the harbinger of crime, Gloria. I am not the harbinger <laughs> of crime. I am the good, fighting the good fight against <laughs> yeah. crime. The I'm the crime angel. superhero of... I don't know if that makes me really criminal or really not criminal. <laughs> yeah. I've confused myself now. I'm your really, really cynical sidekick who just <laughs> wants to go home now. And do you know what, Mia? Do you know what, Mia? Mm-hmm. This time you can... You shall go to the ball. Thanks. We've we've had we've had fun to talking a little bit of a regional thing. And the great thing about this is I know that we have missed out shed tons. loads, tons and tons. So if anyone has any nominations for ultimate regional food crimes, yeah. I've uh, I'd love to hear them on the forum at uh, www.simplysyndicated.com. And if you go there, you can also find out about all the other shows that are put out by Simply Syndicated, which is just frankly, it's getting too many to list but there you can see shows about drugs shows about books shows about 
films, shows yeah. about rock, shows about computer games, it's all shows good. about not Just very much at all. The shows about drugs are not how to and when. <laughs> it's more like... It's about harm reduction. Like don't. Yeah. yeah. Or, or working towards not doing it. Or even just doing it and doing it safely. I mean, and knowing what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, it, I haven't caught one maybe yet. Maybe I ought to listen to that, you know, because yeah. I mean, maybe, obviously I need some tips. I'm going to hang around with you much longer. <laughs> I'm going to need something. <laughs> if we're going to get through it, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be okay. <laughs> so, yeah, get yourself down to uh, simplysyndicated.com. Uh, I've, I have, I have. I have been Gloria Lind. She might not be much longer. <laughs> I've been Mia Steele. And uh, <laughs> this has been Crimes Against Foods. Thanks. Bye.